You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. Welcome to the Locked On Hornets podcast presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. I'm Walker Mail alongside Nada Edwards. No Doug today. Still trying to get everything fixed in Nashville, but he should be doing a show Friday. I'm actually going to be off for Thursday and Friday for July 4th, getting the weekend started early. And that's great because we usually don't get those days off. I'm going to take full advantage of them. You and better. I think, think Doug is going to take care of it. Uh, all the way out in Nashville. Not, I don't know if you'll be joining him or not. Probably not, I would imagine. I, I'm taking Thursday and Friday off, and I'm enjoying myself. I I'm, hear you. Um, again, I need all the liquor to just drown my sorrows. I was going to ask if if anything had gotten better for you, and I would imagine you do need the break to try to get over the things that the Hornets have done, and more particularly signing Terry Rozier to about 60 mil. Uh, now I want to drink heavily now. Like <laughs> I'm ready right to, now. I'm ready to do that as well. Let's talk a little bit. We we mentioned a lot about the Terry Rozier deal. I want to talk a little bit about Summer League, which is going to start July 5th. On Friday, they will play their first game against the Golden State Warriors. Talk a little bit about the roster. There are some free agents still to be had out there. Do there any are. of them make sense for the Charlotte Hornets? We'll discuss that. Uh, and today we will have Brendan Marks of the Charlotte Observer to join us. That'll be the third segment We'll ask him about his opinions on Terry Rozier, on Kimba Walker, the offer that was made to him from the Charlotte Hornets. We'll get to all of that today, but first let's start off with Summer League. As I said, the schedule does start off with the Hornets playing the Golden State Warriors. That'll be at 9 p.m. That'll be on July 5th. That'll be NBA TV. Uh, then that'll be Sunday. We'll, go, we'll get to the schedule later on. Um, but Friday is the first time that the Hornets will actually partake in Summer League. You get to this roster. It's and, an interesting little roster. You know, have. look, there, there are some names that people will uh, remember. Isaiah Hicks, Kennedy Meeks, of course. Those guys are going to be on the roster. And I say, of course, because that's the classic joke that yeah. the Hornets draft a bunch of North Carolina players, even though that's not been the case for quite some time. Now it's really Big Ten and Kentucky guys. Yes. Uh, it is funny to see those guys on the same roster, though. Of course, them being a part of that championship team just a couple of years ago, playing against Gonzaga. Also, I believe Josh Perkins was on Gonzaga's team a he couple was, of years ago. In fact, he'll be on this super uh, super team. He'll be on this summer league. It's not a super team it's by just, any means. For, for, for a summer league team, there is there are some super teams. This may be one of them. So you do have Josh Perkins, other guys that might be familiar they actually just released Kerwin Roach so he will not be partaking I think in the summer league no he will not um Arnoldus Kaboka draft pick from last year he'll be joining the Hornets this summer Torin Dorn from NC State Joe Chile you remember from last season uh Francis Alonzo they also signed ja Elijah Thomas from Clemson PJ Washington of course will be playing as well Robert Franks from Washington State and then we get to some of the names that are on the roster that'll get playing time outside of PJ Washington mm -hmm. Miles Bridges Dwayne Bacon they'll both be on this team not of the one guy that has not said that he's going to play in the summer league is Malik Monk so and, yeah. go ahead and and here's the thing there are plenty of people that will disagree with me on this, saying that Malik does not have a position on this team. He needs to get more familiar with the young guys. I would argue that's what training camp and preseason are, is for. Now, granted, preseason is a little bit shorter, but at the same time, Malik Monk, in an article I wrote last year on him, basically told me that 
summer league to him didn't mean much. It was an AAU session. There wasn't too much different for him. So I understand why he would probably take this idea that it doesn't really matter and that what matters is that he plays in meaningful games or semi-meaningful games come September, late September, October. I would prefer him to focus on that, get his body right, build some muscle, and then when October comes, be ready to play then because there's going to be minutes to be had and he's got to be fighting for them. If Malik Monk goes out and struggles next season, I don't think anybody is going to be paying attention to that season and saying, look, he would have been better had he just played in summer league. That would be false for anybody to say that. I also think that the direction, the reputation of Malik Monk is heading south. And it started very high coming into this team yes, as yes, the 11th overall selection. You look at a guy like Dwayne Bacon, who hit the direction of his reputation is inclining. Yes. What you've seen from them the first couple of seasons, especially the end of last season for Dwayne Bacon, mm -hmm. you've seen one guy continue to digress and you've seen one guy continue to impress. Malik Monk is someone who has come up with some moments he had a nice little stretch at the end of his first season with the Hornets. The and tiniest the, of stretches. The tiniest of stretches, right. It doesn't even qualify as our little stretch that we had that conversation a month ago. Malik Monk had shown you some sort of semblance of, okay, maybe he can put it together in his sophomore year. Comes out kind of hot, has the good game against the Heat where they needed a second score, and he actually shows up against the Miami Heat the second game of the season. Actually shows up in the first game of the season against the Bucks. But we know what Malik Monk did last year. He fell out of the rotation. He didn't really get any time in Greensboro last year, even if he did fall out of the rotation. And then at the end, when they were playing all of the young guys, Malik Monk still didn't wow you in that stretch. Dwayne Bacon really did. Yes, he did. Dwayne Bacon will be on this summer league team because Dwayne Bacon likes to hoop. And he's said so as much. Dwayne also talked about, the improvement that he made for Greensboro last season, and he said he even would ask to go to Greensboro so that he could play and get better. And so I'm not going to tell you that Malik Monk is going to suffer next season because he missed out on Summer League. There's a lot of other ways to get better. You're right that he can get better in training camp. You're right that he can get better in the preseason. There are a lot of ways to get better. And the biggest thing for him to do was to work on his strength, to work on his bulk, because he's a tiny dude out there. Yes, I understand all of that. I'm telling you right now that it is not good optics by any means for Malik Monk to miss out on Summer League and for Dwayne Bacon to continue to play. And to me, both of these guys are heading in different different directions and everybody feels great about Dwayne Bacon because he's shown you something. Malik Monk, as the 11th overall selection, has not. I, I do have a little bit of a problem with this for him missing out on what really is like a week and a half of basketball. Uh, here's the question I would have for you in counter to all that. How many games do you think the Hornets are really going to let Dwayne Bacon play? Maybe two. As a third-year guy, maybe two, I, maybe three. I don't know. I think a couple, right? I think not again, but because he's a third-year player, you're going to see. So was Billy Hernan Gomez last year, though, correct? And Billy he was Hernan somebody that was an MVP candidate the way that he played. And Very true. They needed, And this was somebody that was going to come in and compete for some real playing time at the five. And Billy Hernan Gomez actually got some run for Summer League. Dwayne Bacon doing the same thing here. And this is this is a little bit of a problem I have with the whole it's not uncommon for third-year players to set out Summer League. You are right. Everybody's right about that. It's also not uncommon to see third-year players in Summer League. Like, we're acting like it's this rare spectacle. It's a unicorn out there. 
guys, this is not crazy. Like third year it, players play in summer league all the time. It's not it's not so much a rarity that you never see it. Fair enough. I see your point about camaraderie and taking this seriously and being a professional. Now, if you're going to say, go out there, be with your teammates, learn something, do all of that, I don't blame you. Because, again, even if you're not going to play in the games, the least you can do is show up. I'll give you that. But considering that Malik Monk hurt himself in one game, Mm -hmm. it took him one game to get hurt and then never see him again. And after he tantalized us, I would much rather him see him work, train his body, train himself, stay in the film room because a lot of the stuff that he does is mental mistakes. It's not even physical mistakes with this kid. It's a lot of mental mistakes, a lot of dribbling mistakes. You stay focused on that, and I think he'll be fine. I think you can work on mental mistakes, in fact, very easily in summer league. The, I'm, I'm willing to listen to that injury argument because not even just last season when he got injured, Go back to the season before where he was injured that summer and he missed out on real time. And I think that hurt him. And so if you're bleak, I could say, okay, I'm afraid to get hurt each one of these summers because it's happened the last couple of years. Now, granted, it's absolutely and it probably is just drawn up to coincidence because Malik wasn't really hurt all that much last season. He just didn't play. So I, I get that. I just think it's bad optics for Malik Monk to not play. And you do have Ronald Norred, who is going to be the summer league head coach. You know, Norred said that he does hope to see Malik Monk there, whether or not he chooses to play. He hopes to see him there. And if he's not there, not a, even if he doesn't play, which I do have a little bit of a problem with, as I'm expressing now, Yeah. even if he doesn't play and he's, and he's not there too, even Dwayne Bacon has said, I would like to see Malik there. Uh, Ronald Norred now saying, I would like to see him there. I just I want this to head in the right direction. Look, I've been a Malik Monk believer, and I'm one that has not given up on him. I don't think you should trade him for pennies on the dollar that you should give up on him. I think there's too much talent, and we've seen twice now with the Hornets that you've seen guys develop after the first three seasons of their career. Kimball Walker became an All-NBA player. Jeremy Lamb came into a nice player where everybody's praising that signing for the Indiana Pacers, and it took them more than four years to actually hit something that was consistent and good in the NBA. So I'm not going to give up on Malik in that same way. But man, this does not look good to me, and I don't know why. It's just a week and a half, right? It's just a week and a half. It's not taking a ton of time from you hitting the weights. I would, uh, again, it's like I said earlier, I will agree that he needs to be there if only for support and to build some new camaraderie because I can guarantee you Terry Rozier is going to be there. He's going to be there to hang out with the guys that he needs to build around. I really do need to see Malik Monk at least there. I'll give you that. Whether he plays or not, I'm not sure it matters. Yeah, I mean, if the coach wants him there, then you got to be doing anything to fall in the right favor of the coaches too, right? Like if the coach wants yes. you there and you don't show up, that just not only does that seem like not right, that almost seems kind of dumb. No, that it's borderline disrespectful. Yeah, that I'll go, I'll go that route. If they want you out there just to hang out with the team, then I don't blame you. Then then I don't blame anybody if he doesn't show up. At least show up for that. All right. It's Walker Mail. It's not Edwards on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We appreciate you joining us once again. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, maybe talk about some free agents. There is one big name. I don't know about big player right now that's on the market. We'll talk about how he would fit with the Charlotte Hornets. It's all on the Lockdown Podcast Network. 
are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. Did he go with Myers Leonard as his first comparison as a big man hitting from the three-point line? Oh, Funny. did I say Leonard? I meant uh, Miles Turner. Okay. <laughs> you did. I think okay. you said Miles Leonard. That was Leonard. on me. Good start about that. That's a bad mistake. I know when I think shooting big men, Myers Leonard is the first guy that comes to mind. Absolutely. I was thinking Steve Clifford and I might be Hot the shot. same wavelength. Hot shot, there. Myers Leonard. <laughs> that's, that's his nickname. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. So anytime I record the podcast at the Essex Home Studios, which will be much more frequent now with yes. Doug all the way in Nashville, probably going to do it exclusively from here now, yeah, right? Primarily, I mean, yeah. I can imagine us going back to the Ginnerber.com studios every now and then. But still, this is going to be the recording session. This is going to be the recording site for pretty much the rest of time of the Lockdown Owners podcast as long well, as, as we're, we're all here. It, yeah. Correct. Um, anytime I record it here... I always play about four different bumps. Yes. It's the Myers Leonard one. It's the J one. Mm-hmm. It's pants off and it's Eldon Campbell beanie baby. Yeah. We need to, we need to get you to diversify your bonds. So, so what I've done is I saved all the ones from Google drive, all of them that we have. I only saved about four at the very beginning of this. And I just was too lazy because we didn't record it here all the time. So mm-hmm. I would be able to mix it up when I wanted. So you couldn't tell that it's constantly played. I need to get Myers Leonard a little bit of a rest. Yes. Need, and just to let you guys know, I'm playing Pants Off today. It's a great one. It I is love, a great one. But I've just played it too much. And so I need to give that a rest. I tried to actually download some new ones, but the computer's messing up because that's how life is. Yes. And so we're, we're going to have to figure that out. I know, I think maybe even Doug is actually going to start putting these together. And maybe you don't have to worry about hearing Myers Leonard or Pants Off for the thousandth time. So hopefully that can happen. But. Just to let you guys know, that's why you've heard about Hot Shot Myers Leonard about 15 times since I've been recording in the last week. Uh, you know, you're probably the only person that's probably taken notice of that. <laughs> I maybe probably Doug, am. Maybe Doug. But w- one thing I did want to ask you, do you think Jalen McDaniels plays a single second this summer league with everything that's gone on? Oh, I do. I think so. Do you not you not think so with the ongoing investigation? The of ongoing investigation this is something that we can ask Brendan Marks later mm-hmm. because he's co- he's helped cover that story. Yeah, he wrote a good story, really informative about that as well. We got to talk to him about it on um, the wake up call, and I I did find it. I mean, he he had a lot of information for us. So that'll be good to mention with him. So the one thing is, I with everything that's out there now, and considering everything. I'm not sure he plays a single second in summer league because it's like, do you want to be that type of franchise where you're enabling? Look, man, you drafted him. (laughs) I mean, like you drafted him. This is summer league. This isn't regular season. You know, like I I just, I think he plays and I get your point. I'm not, I I get your point entirely. I just think he does. In fact, I didn't even really think that he wouldn't all that. I, I, that didn't even come across my mind. I just think they want to throw these young guys out there to get as much run as they can, and that does not stop short of Jalen McDaniels, despite the investigation. Yeah, despite the despite the investigation, despite the faux pas and possibly not doing the background check, it's a very interesting thing. But we also do have to talk about another big free agent. Mm -hmm. So I got a tweet, and this guy has been kind of going around. I mean, it's interesting for the for all the NBA to kind of watch where this guy's goes, watch where this guy goes. And Andy Neal tweeted at me and said, "Walker, should the Hornets go after Boogie, Demarcus Cousins?" And I was listening to Adrian Wojnarowski, Mm -hmm. 
Adrian Wojnarowski discussed that there is zero market for Boogie Cousins right now. Agreed. And then he also said if he's to sign with a team, it's probably going to be for something like the mid-level exception, which is what the Hornets have to offer to any free agent they want to. Mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins with the Charlotte Hornets would make sense in the fact that he shares the same agent now in Jeff Schwartz as a couple of former and current Hornets in Kemba Walker, Jeremy Lamb, and Cody Zeller. Yes. So there is that tie. There is a tie that you could see the Hornets wanting some kind of competent center for when Cody Zeller goes down. But for me, this wouldn't make all that much sense at all. To me, because this is a team that has young guys. Go play them. Play Cody Zeller. Play all of the forwards, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington. I, I just don't think that DeMarcus Cousins really makes sense for him to go to Charlotte and for Charlotte to bring him aboard. To me, I have a hard, hard time finding sense in any of that. Here's where it makes sense for for me, or at least for me. You sign him to a two-year 9.3, again, 9.3 per year. Sign him to a two-year deal probably because there's no more no market for him. You can throw in the team option there. So at that point, you have a guy that if he plays well, if he plays well, you can package and possibly get some of the salary off of this off the books here. Because then you're talking about a guy that can help aid a playoff run for another team. He's just got to show he can be at least – I'm not even asking for 55, 55% boogie. Just give me – again, if he shows he's 55, 65% boogie – that's a playoff big that everybody wants to have at some point. He gave you like one good game and go maybe two good games yes. in that finals against the Toronto Raptors and really one and a half because it was the second half of that second good game that he had. So I, I'm with you on that. Like I could see trying to package DeMarcus Cousins. I wonder if he wins you any games with this team. Like if he gets to go back to some shell of himself at all because right now he's nothing I mean there's there's yeah. zero athletic ability from him and it's not somebody that we used to be jamming on people a lot but he was pretty mobile for how big he was His agility has has obviously decreased since that that Achilles injury and mm -hmm. there's no doubt of that yeah and it's sad to see I, I just with DeMarcus Cousins that's the only reason it makes sense is to maybe try to find a way to package him I don't know how many victories that would count for but to me not I'm at the point where Victories that don't come by way of the young guys actually stepping up and showing growth and development are bad victories to me. Because, Very true. Because I, it, it's, it's a little bit different, right? Like tanking is, is kind of what I'm going with right now. I think that's fine. The victories that I'm cool with are the ones where, hey, Miles is really showing us something. Dwayne Bacon is showing us something. How about Malik? They had good games. And if that comes with victory, that's awesome. Like I'll take those victories even if it hurts the chances at a higher draft pick. But if it comes at DeMarcus Cousins and Terry Rozier, you know, taking a whole bunch of shots and being inefficient, I, I just I don't know if DeMarcus Cousins helps them win. I'm just of the mindset of I want to get the young guys out there, and if they win, it be because of the young guys and not necessarily DeMarcus Cousins. If they don't have any, if they don't have any plans of trading them. Fair enough. And I would respond to you with this: It's something Cliff brought up a while ago. With losing teams, teams young kids develop bad habits and in tanking you see a lot of bad habits have to be corrected look at ben simmons ben simmons is a perfect example of this he had some bad habits that he still needs to correct himself out of joel Embiid, the same thing he takes a little bit too long in the post these are things that winning will bring you 
So I want to have these kids. I want to surround these kids with as much experience and as much good. Again, people that bring good habits around them. Now, so I'm cool with that, and I'm with you. Like that makes sense to me. You also go to the Atlanta Hawks. Vince Carter is the number one guy that it's, that he's the mentor of the league right now. Yes, he is. It's funny. Anybody that has zero money, they're like, "Hey, bring in Vince Carter." <laughs> Everybody's in favor of bringing. Look, Vince I in. want Vince here. Oh, I, I do too. But at the same time, I'm also of the mind, give me a guy that can at least competently play the center position because as constituted right now, the Hornets don't have that guy unless you count P.J. Washington in the future. See, for Billy, I don't have any problem playing Billy right now. Last year, you were going for the playoffs. You had a veteran-laden roster. You had Kemba Walker on the roster. You had Jeremy Lamb on the roster. Go for the playoffs. I'm, I'm with you on that. Fight for it. Get to that eight seed. If that's what you decided to do at the deadline where you weren't going to trade Kimba or any salary and try to go for the playoffs, okay, I get that. We've talked about that, and that's where we settled, so fine, so be it. I'm actually here for Billy Hernan Gomez to get minutes this season to see if this is somebody that you want to be in your future plans. His defense is awful. He's got to work on it. We know his flaws. We know his strengths. He's a good rebounder, very good rebounder, very good offensive rebounder. So, continue to work on the weaknesses True. in a season that you're not going to make the playoffs this season. And I just don't want DeMarcus Cousins really taking that away from him. I don't see them. I don't see a scenario where Boogie Cousins takes away minutes, especially considering Cody Zeller being Cody Zeller and only having what he's played, what 50 games more than one yeah, time the, last the injury years? the injury risk of Cody Zeller is so high that you have to think it's going to happen again, and then that would mean biz. trying to find another body, right? No, I'm I'm with you, like another body at center, Demarcus or Biz, right? Yeah, Demarcus or Biz, and I don't think Biz is long for this team, regardless. Just to clear up some some financial, do some financial pruning. I do wonder though. I, I like I legitimately wonder if Demarcus Cousins and having another professional big out there can help a guy like Billy, especially in practice with those post moves of his. Do the Hornets need another point guard real quickly before we go to break? I don't think so. I saw Rick Bennell's tweet earlier about Cody Martin and where he may may or may not be slotted. But at this point, what's the point? Unless you're going to talk about bringing Shelvin Mack back. Yeah, and God almighty. That, that did absolutely nothing. Has there been a more useless signing in the last year than Shelvin Mack? I mean, it's... In the last well, couple of years. Again, it depends Shelvin on Mack. what you consider Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> Frank Frank won them ball games down the stretch, man. You had to apologize to Frank Kaminsky for a couple of year, uh, for a couple of games at least. Yeah, exactly. All three games. Yeah, that's right. All right. We'll uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. We got Brendan Marks on the other side. It's the Locked On Hornets Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets Podcast. <laughs> now here's the funny part i was listening to this to prepping for the show and um my wife walks in and was like what are you yeah listening right to that's a little scary cool. if, if you don't have the context if you walk in and you start hearing that yeah that's darth vader i didn't have pants on that didn't help <laughs> yeah, either. No, that's... Um, it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast Breaking news, real time, at least for us. As we sit here and record at 145, 
a tweet comes in from the Charlotte Hornets PR and says that PJ Washington is doubtful to play this summer league because of a sore left foot from an injury that he did suffer, as everybody remembers, during the NCAA tournament that caused him to miss the last couple of games of March Madness for the Kentucky Wildcats. Not a extremely unfortunate. Everybody gets excited to watch their first round rookie. It happens again to the Charlotte Hornets. It does, and the sad thing is, um, when I because tw- when I saw the news initially, I had the, just the hits keep coming, and then Ashley um, Ashley Maloney of the Charlotte Post, I believe, said we've seen this before with a Wildcat missing summer league, and I just I appreciate the humor. Yeah, it's Malik Monk all over again. We actually just alluded to this a little bit earlier in the podcast. Malik Monk had, I believe, a foot injury, correct? Yes. A foot injury, and it caused him to miss that entire summer. He did not play in summer league his first year with the Charlotte Hornets. He tried to play again the next season and played like a game, and then he was done right at the end of that game where he did impress so much. And now you have P.J. Washington with this sore left foot. He's probably going to be out now. They don't say he's out indefinitely. They do put doubtful, but it doesn't look like they're going to. And and you wouldn't want to mess with that. Why would you play him on a, on a on a bad foot? Correct. You you wouldn't want to mess with that. So now PJ Washington, it doesn't look like he's going to be out there to play, and it's extremely unfortunate because you want to see these guys out there. It is good for these rookies to get some sort of taste of where everybody is good. Yeah, exactly. this isn't Division One college basketball anymore. Even though there are guys that aren't going to be good in the NBA. Like these guys are good enough to get a shot at playing in the NBA. This is the college all-star team and then some. And for you to not get that type of experience, it's unfortunate. It's it, it provides a steeper learning curve than he probably needs as someone that was already described as some needing time in Greensboro today. Or again, when Mitch mentioned that he needed time in Greensboro. So you're talking about a guy that's already going to be starting behind the eight ball when it comes time for late September, early October. There's going to like, I feel bad for him at the same time. We ain't about winning games right now, clearly. Or we're again, we're not giving off the the appearance that they're trying to win games in mass. Right. So if he has to take his time and learn the game and maybe be one of those guys that comes on late. It's not the worst thing in the world right now. Well, and he did come out as a sophomore like Miles Bridges, where when it was Malik Monk, he was coming out as a freshman. So you you do have a a year's experience playing under Calipari, playing under the Kentucky Wildcats system for at least one more year. So he's an older dude. I Okay, you know, I'm with you on that. Like there are some things where we don't have to panic, man. It's summer league, right? Like it's just it just sucks. Like you want to see that you want to see him play. Yeah, everybody wants to see the new toy and be able to play with the new toy and see what the new toy can do. So I get it from that aspect, but going back to the conversation we had earlier, like if you're Malik Monk, now's like a really good time to like earn some good graces and decide <laughs> to play. Be the wildcat that saves everybody and helps them go deeper into the summer league tournament. And real quickly, unfortunately, also we're not going to be able to have Brendan Marks on today. We did reschedule him. He did text me back. He'll be back on with us on Monday. So Monday, we're going to have him. Soccer news broke in the city, and I don't know what it was. Not a, I just know he had to have a phone call, and it happened literally as I was calling him. That's why I wasn't able to take part on the podcast today. It, exactly. It, uh, my guess is it involves three letters, MLS. Yeah, MLS. So we'll try to figure out exactly what all that is. He just texted me, said he couldn't do it, but we did reschedule for Monday. So hopefully he'll be able to come on with us then. And of course, hopefully we do get some good news out of PJ Washington's camp, but he is doubtful as that news just came across as we were recording on a Wednesday 
at about 145, maybe a little bit earlier, that news started to roll in. We appreciate you joining us once again here on the Locked on Hornets podcast. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car and tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Hornets, we'll be back on a Monday. Not and I will be off Friday. Possibly Doug will put one out there Friday, so uh, stay tuned. Maybe he'll put one out there. And if so, make sure you, again, listen to that episode of Locked on Hornets on the Locked on Podcast Network.